Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we take a different band and we listen to all of their records and we rank them from worst to best. This week we're doing The Offspring, so we're going to rank all 10 of their records. They have 10 records. Yeah, they have 10 records. See ya, boy. Going to rank them all. We're going to give our biggest banger from each of them, uh, biggest stinker from each of them if we have one, and uh, we're going to have a good try to have a good time doing it. Uh, if you didn't already know, my name is Tyler. Way out there, hundreds of miles away is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Five stars only, please. All the social media is at Asinine Radio. And uh, now with that boring intro out of the way, let's actually jump into our Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge, if you have it. I, I don't have one this week. This is... Like, <laughs> it's too easy. Directly too easy. <laughs> like People who have played with this got, band have directly played with Tom DeLonge's. Adam Willard, Josh Freeze, dude. So, cool. that was That's true, dude. Yeah. Also, 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 the, the offspring were in the movie Idle Hands. Yeah. They were the band that played at the high school where Dexter dies in the movie. And Tom DeLonge was in that movie, too. Yeah, that is true. So there you go. So many connections to, to our boy Tom. But anyway, let's uh, let's jump into the rankings. Like I said, they have 10 records. Uh, we're going to give our biggest banger from each of them if we got them. And um, let's get into it. What do you got for number 10, Jeff? I know you like this one for whatever reason. I like this one even less this time around. But days go by. Oh, no. Dude, this is just. Wow. This this album is just not good. This is not good. This is just. This is just an Offspring album because of Dexter's vocals. It's a very dull record. <laughs> and it's like the worst of the Offspring doing their music. But just the pop side of it. They're only focusing on the pop side of it. Nothing here is reminiscent of, you know, the peak Offspring for that four run, that four album run. Nothing here is Offspring, except for his vocals. If you take his vocals out, you would never know this is the Offspring. And that's something because you can pretty much tell like it's the Offspring based off of like Noodles, especially with, like when Ron was doing his drumming thing because he does that same thing kind of like over and over and over, but he slays at it and it's really good. And like Greg mm-hmm. Kay, Greg Kay's bass lines are, are very, very iconic in, in creating their sound. But this, this sounds dumb, dude. This sounds fucking not good. And the song Dirty Magic is a re-record from Ignition. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. yeah, that's all they do yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, that's all they do now. Um, OC that's Guns. Never done. Come on, OC, get out of here. They, they did it fucking they back on the first record or fucking um, on Ignition. They were re-recording songs from the early days too. But that was before they were big shit. though, and that's fine. That's mm. fine. But not when that's never fine for you. You you bitch and complain about you know Carousel by by Blink being on Cheshire and Buddha. I don't bitch Get about it. I just say that, that. that it's better on you Buddha. Bitch I don't about bitch it. about it. I'm just saying that it's better on Buddha. That's what I say. I like both versions. You, you bitch about you bitch about it more than you say positive things about it. I just like the Buddha Got version em. better is what I'm saying. I do don't like the fact that Green Day did it with Welcome to Paradise. I think that's a little a little sus. Stupid. Well, huh. a little, a little sus. sus, dude. Uh, anyway, All OC right. Guns, OC Guns and Slim Pickens are the only two songs even worth listening to on this album. That's it. Damn, Otherwise, this album is a so throwaway. Wrong. It's throwaway completely. There's that nothing offspring stupid. about this album at all, at all. That is so dumb. Go ahead, let's hear it. My unbelievable. All right, my uh, my my number ten is "Let the Bad Times Rule." Let the bad times what? Rule. Are you serious, dude? That's the worst record. No yeah, way. I really thought I liked this record more, wow. and then yeah, I I listened to it yesterday. I finished up my listen through yesterday, and. Um, yeah, dude, this record it's it's just a mess. I mean, some of the some of the songs are like, okay, this is kind of a nice throwback to, you know, whatever album, Americana, Smash, whatever. Yeah, that's cool. And really the record isn't bad. It's not a bad record um because none of the records are bad. I will say that right now. So, it's not bad. It's just I got to put this one somewhere. This this album mix in from a mixing and mastering standpoint is absolute fucking garbage. Whoever did it needs to be fired because 
it's just horrendous. And I understand these songs were recorded over a couple years or several years and different studios and this and that, but come on, dude, you could have come up with something more cohesive than this. I mean, you hear compilations, greatest hits records that sound better than this. It's quiet. There's no dynamics. It's flat as hell. It's just, dude, this is a, it's a mess of a record in that sense. And there's some fucking terrible songs on here though. Like don't have sex anymore. Come on, dude. That's terrible. Even the title track, let the bad times rule. Not the Vandals version, but their version is pretty bad. Okay. But anyway, anyway, it's whatever. Okay. So let the bad times rule is my number 10. Okay. So what do you got for number nine? Uh, Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace, their eighth album, 2008. (laughs) You know, if anyone doesn't like Dexter singing, and there's people out there, I don't know why, Uh, friend of the pod, Annie, right? If there's anyone that doesn't like <laughs> Dexter singing, <laughs> they will fucking hate this album. His voice is full on <laughs> Dexter here, more so than any other record except for Smash. Mm-hmm. There are there are a couple bangers here that I do like. There's a couple good songs. There's mostly filler, and there's like their worst song that they've ever done is on this one. And Christie's is, is is their worst song they've ever done. That song is that song is beyond even like like st- that's the stinkiest of stinkers. <laughs> It's, dude. I can't even like. I can't even fathom how much I hate this song. I fucking absolutely hate it. But even <laughs> even the bigger songs, right? Like uh, the yeah. the you're gonna go, you're gonna go far, far kid, kid and then hammerhead. Both of those songs have parts to them that I don't like. And so those songs aren't. They're playlisted because they're catchy and I like them overall. But there's parts of those songs that I just don't like. So what I don't, know. don't you like about you're gonna go far, kid? Because there's one part, there's th- there's something about that song that I absolutely hate. Well, so like so, in, in Hammerhead, there's a part where, where they go, woo, woo, like that thing. Like It's just like, what are you doing, what? dude? When you go, woo, woo, like dang it. Oh, you don't like the woo-hoos? I just, oh, just, I love that part. What are you doing, man? Come on. <laughs> I love that. You're, you're it's like a throwback to Diamonds now. and Guns. You're too, you're, we're, just, we're too old for this now. We, we've outgrown that, <laughs> that era of the band, you know? Oh, that's a little that's a little tough to to digest nah. there. Nah, I love let's, it. Let's let's hear it for rock bottom though. That's my that's my that's my banger here. That's a true true okay. banger. That's the best song on it's the album. Song. It's crazy catchy. It's a pop punk song. This is very reminiscent of their conspiracy days. And uh, again, I think this is the best song on the album. Fact. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay, that's your number nine. My number nine is this is this was a shock to me. This was a real shock to me, putting this so low. Oh, God. This probably was the biggest the biggest difference from the last time we ranked the, the records, and it's uh, Days Go By. Oh. Days Go By, their ninth record. Uh, I, I've always really liked this record. I still like it. There are a couple I songs don't. in here like, damn, dude, what are you, what are you doing with this ballad? Um, but there are some bangers. Divided by Zero? Come on, dude. Get the fuck out of here. No, no. That song is an absolute banger, certified banger. Um, but yeah, it just it was listening to it this week. I'll, I will just say this: I listened to every record twice this week. I finished up all of them yesterday, and then I listened to every Offspring God record today. Damn. <laughs> I, I did not I do just, that. Right, right when I got to work, I just put my earbud in and I just started. And I, I was just like random, like, oh, this one sounds good. So I just randomly listened to the Offspring all day, just random albums out of order. Just kind of what I felt like I wanted to listen to next. So I did okay. listen to them twice. And yeah, Days Goes By just doesn't hit the same as it used to years ago. And it's just really fallen from grace. It's fucking and, uh, stupid. It, dude, like, it's honestly, still good though. If, no. if you take Dexter's vocals out, this is not an Offspring record. That's my biggest problem with it. It just doesn't sound like the Offspring. And they have a I mean, sound. That's not, yeah, it's not, that's not completely wrong. I mean, because there's not a lot of the busy... Guitar work from Noodles on it. There's there's but it's none still of the Middle Eastern record. influence that they've they've so like proudly displayed throughout their career, even on their latest album. True. But, ugh. Ugh. Yeah, that's true. So that's days the only go by, album, divided by zero is my banger. That's the only album by them that I would not listen to, except for for ranking the albums. I would not go back ever. It's sub one. <laughs> You're crazy. And I can't one. believe you have not said let the bit of times rule. All right, so what do you got for number eight? This is this is gonna gonna probably irritate you because you're you think you're a little punk. You're head. stupid, 
but um, ignition, 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 ignition. Yeah, like you nicking things, right? Like you steal it, you nick it. Oh, you nick that. <laughs> there we go again with the cyberbullying. Every there's time, no, right? You can't go. There's no reason. <laughs> that was not even. There was no reason for that accent. That doesn't even make sense. You weren't even making like a. A Britlin reference. Well, that's what they say. Don't they like when they say steal things? You say nick it. Like he, he nicked it. Like, I don't I'm, think that's. Is that a is that a British thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I guess. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I guess yeah. it is. I was thinking knickers. What the hell is that? Like like, like knickerbockers. Like pants. Those are pants. Yeah, those are pants, right? I don't fucking know what a knickerbocker is. I guess what you do know. That's why you know that. Yes, I know Birkenstocks are. I don't know knickerbockers. Knickerbockers are like the pants, but like they were like when they're playing polo, right? They're like they're like parachute pants, but they're capris too, like <laughs> yeah. somewhere in the middle. They're like capris, yeah, yeah like capri parachute pants. Yeah, okay. I do a knickers on. Yeah, tra- it says loose fitting trousers gathered at the knee or calf. Trousers, trousers, also a very like English thing to say. It's very very British. Yeah. Damn, a lot of golf. It's like a golfing thing, you know. Golfers wear. Yeah. It. Well, yeah. Um, ignition. Their second album, ninety two. Honestly, this is just Smash Light. This is the beginnings of Smash. Like all the sounds are here, it's just not a strong album. The iconic sound is here, but without the melodies. But they did it better on their first album, and they do it exponentially better on Smash. So the only reason why it's here is because it doesn't have its own identity outside of like Session, which I think is is like instantly catchy. It's instantly recognizable as an Offspring song. Forever in a day, the uh, the Death by Stereo song. Forever in a day, though. I was thinking that. That's. That's that's actually those are both the opener and closer of the album. Those are the best songs on the album. Everything in between is just kind of like, like leading up to Smash. And so I don't hate this album. I really enjoy this thing and I love listening to it. But it's just like okay, let's let's get to Smash. That's just how I feel. So, boom, initial. Okay, go fine, fine. My eight is uh, the first record, The Offspring's The Offspring from nineteen eighty nine. Oh baby, I mean, here we go. This is a great record. This is, at this point, this is where I'm going to throw... So we have a three-point rating system where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to. One is a bad album, but give it a shot, and zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. This is where the two start for me. Really, this is where the two start. Um, this is it's just a solid punk record. There's not a lot of crazy melodies like you hear later on in, uh, for the band. It's like twenty a 28-minute punk record. It's It's fast. It's slightly aggressive. It's just good. It's a gr- it's it's gr- it's a great album. I would get this on vinyl for sure. Get this on vinyl. I'm not gonna spend like twenty five thirty bucks on it, but if I found it used for like fifteen or something at you know nickels or something, fuck yeah, I'd get it. You nick it? Totally. I'd, <laughs> I would nick, I would nick it. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is just a oh man, this is just a good punk record. Uh, my my bangers are Tehran, which is a great like you said earlier, like that Middle Eastern thing that they do. They they kind of pride themselves in um kind of has that that feel to it which makes sense with considering the title of the song and then the song beheaded so one this is a really good song and two um fun little fact just a couple weeks ago they were playing the offspring were playing up in san jose and their original drummer who's quit the band in 1987 before this first record even came out he co-wrote the song beheaded with with dexter and he came out and played drums for the play. They played drums for the first time since 1987 with the band. So and they played fucking this song, cool. and it's so cool. And it's the first time they played. Last time, I think from what I was reading, this is the this is the first time they played Beheaded since the mid 1980s. So it's it was just cool bringing that they brought back their old drummer, and he just looks like he's like a doctor of like on, oncology or some shit like that. Like he's he just lo- he doesn't look like a musician. He quit being yeah. a punker to become a gynecologist, and they even they made fun of him. Like this guy. They quit did. being a punker to become like a, a doctor. What a dork! But like that's also <laughs> what Dexter kind of did. So yeah, it's just I don't, it was it was a fucking rad performance. Dude slayed it. it. Like did not miss a beat. And it no. was it was. And there's some cool drum parts in the song too. Yeah. And he nailed it. He absolutely fucking nailed it. So it's it was really cool. Just a couple weeks ago. But uh, yeah, the offspring's the offspring is my number eight. So what do you got for number seven? Let the bad times roll. Ignition and let the bad yeah, times roll were very interchangeable for me. There's two there's two spots where, where I changed this one once and another spot I changed twice. But this one I had look okay. the bad times roll first and then ignition second, but then after I listened to both, I changed them again. Um, but this is a solid I think this is a solid return to form for them. It's energetic, it's exciting, it's like their Americana days, but there's just not 
honestly, there's no standout track here outside of the title track, which is only stand out because of the vandals and it's fun to make fun of. <laughs> there's really no standout track here, and I think, I think this band is just missing, just missing like half the dudes. Like even though Dexter and Noodles are like the offspring and that's their sound, but the way they they grooved with 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 Ron and Greg, it's just that's. I think they're missing that, and this is the first one, right? This is the first one where it was just Dexter and Noodles from the original lineup. Yeah. yeah, and like you could just tell, like it was it was missing something. It was still good. It was still fun. I liked it. My favorite song is "In the Hall of the Mountain King," which is not even their song. Yeah, that's it's like a cover. it's only a minute long, and they don't really even deviate from the normal sound of the song anyway. But I like where their heads at. There's a couple cool songs on here, but like, eh, it's just. This is filler. It's, it's still filler. really high. Because it's I really high. Hate I mean, they still buy Rise and Fall. I just but, don't think it's a good album. I just, I just don't. But think But you it's a at good least album. had bangers. You had like proper bangers on on um, Rise and Fall. I had so it's one. just crazy that that oh, it's one more than you had on Let the Bad Times Roll. But like Rise and Fall had more chud than like, Let the Bad Times Roll, and Rise and Fall has their I, worst song. Chrissy's her worst song. Well, I don't know about that, dude. God, I love Dexter's <laughs> vocals. I fucking love them. But damn, he's annoying on that song. Shut the fuck up. You know what song we, we, we forgot to talk about was Bumping in My Trunk from Days Go By. I watched that video that. today, too, and I just I still don't Dude, that understand. that video is so bad. It's, even like, it's so like It's got to be a joke. It has to be a fucking joke. Because <laughs> they're so old and ugly and, and kind of fat for like old guys. And it's just like, dude, th- th- no way this is real. No way you think this is good. Well, I, so Tammy and I were listening to the album yesterday while we were driving and uh, and the song came on and I said, this is like, this is their worst song by far. And I said, and I, halfway through the, through the song, I said, imagine these guys going to one of their close friends being Josh Freeze and say, can you play drums on this song for me, please? And then Josh Freeze agrees to play drums on it. Like what? And normally, what is going on? Normally when like random people would come up to Josh Freeze, like we talked about during the format, but he doesn't remember playing fucking drums on that album. So, so yeah. I feel like he's done so many drum things to where like normally when people come up to him, he's like, hey, I'll play drums. I like, give it to me. And then it's a one and done thing. Doesn't like forget about it. But he's like so ingrained with offspring and like SoCal culture. Like he knows who these fucking guys are. Like He probably goes to their, their, yeah. their kids birthday parties and stuff. So when they come up to him with a song like this, like, does he just bite his tongue? Does he say something? Is he just like, fuck <sighs> it. This is just a paycheck. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think it's, I think this song, the song is, it's self-aware. They're just doing it just to be idiots and be be obnoxious. <laughs> but I don't. Know. I really think that's what it is. I hope. I hope. I, yeah. Stupid. I really think. I think it's that's what it is. It's fucking stupid. It's such a dumb song. Bumping in my trunk. Oh, that's such a terrible song, man. It's so terrible. Anyway, let, let, let's move on. Moving on. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, so what did you say? That was your seven? Or that was not my... Days go by, but... Yeah, that was my seven. Okay, so my seven is Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace. Um, it's a pretty good record. I've always been very critical of it. Even the last time we ranked the albums a couple of years ago, I was pretty critical. But I, this one kind of grew on me. It just sounds like... In the end, it sounds like they wanted to write an album full of songs that sound like other bands. So the opening song, Half Truism, is just... My Chemical Romance is Helena. I mean, beat for beat. The chorus sounds like it. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. The song Trust in You sounds like their other song, All I Want. And then the song Nothing Town sounds like they're trying to write a Green Day song from like the Dookie era, Nimrod era. Like just, it just sounds like, it's just a an album full of songs that want to sound like somebody else. And then, you know, you're going to go far, kid. It's a good song, but that verse... The verses where where Josh Freeze is just hitting the the hi hat on the on the offbeat with no snare, it's just like why are you doing that? It's just <laughs> that's that's the only time I would ever criticize Josh Freeze is the verses in you're gonna go far you're gonna go far kid. So it's the only bad thing you've ever done. Sometimes it's okay, it's fine. And you, I guess, yeah. Jesus. And uh, yeah, that I mean, otherwise that song is catchy as hell, and it's such a cool, it's such a, it's a good song. Uh, but my my favorite song is Hammerhead. I just love the build and that the build in the beginning that dun 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 and then it just drops heavy, and then just the in the verses where he just kind of like and he lets the the note ring out. 
Oh, it's so good. I love the woo-woos. The woo-hoos, I should say. And the bridge. <laughs> Come on. They're, they're, they're knuckling. There's something. There's something. It's so good. So Rise and Fall is my uh, my number seven. What do you got for six? What what part what part did you not like about uh, you know Fargo? Is it the dance fucker dance part? No, it's just the the hi hat. Oh, because that dance that's the dance only part thing. Is stupid. Yeah, that's pretty fucking dumb. I actually forgot about that until right now. Never made a chance. Yeah, it was really only you, really stupid. only you. But I do like when everything stops. It goes bump bump. Then there's that pause, and then it just drops into the chorus. That part's so good. That part's great. All right. Well, okay. Anyway. Now we're getting into the tunes oh, for me. Okay. This, this is an album that that is just. It was surprising last time we we ranked all these albums in uh, Splinter, their seventh from 2003. Mm-hmm. This is never gonna break the top four, right? That's never gonna fucking happen. It's no way. And then this this time around, it's not even gonna break the top five. But Splinter's pretty damn good, man. This is some of these songs are like their heaviest they've ever done. It's just very chuggy, yeah. very heavy, and and the guitars are are I don't know, man. There's a lot of a lot of heavier distortion on these ones, and they don't. And Noodles isn't doing like his noodley thing, and he's kind of just getting like the chuggier mode here. And Josh, right? Josh is is, is playing it, and he's driving the harder edge home and. Kind of just doing very basic things, but accenting everybody else. That way they can be heavier. Kind of like play, mm-hmm. like staying in his lane type of thing. I like it. That's know. what he does. That's what he does. He knows how to play to a song. It's it's, it's good. It's it good. Is. Hit That is an outlier for this album. It's fucking... Dude, if, you take, sure. if you take Hit That... If you took Hit That and put that as a last track, maybe even like a little bit of silence before it starts as like a bonus song... Dude, this album would be even like higher because that's that's it's so bizarre because it sounds nothing like the rest of the album. Not it's at fucking all. Weird. Not with that synth and everything. Wait, I don't even, just, don't even sound like it. But. Ding, 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 ding. Something like that. Well, <laughs> yeah, some awesome weird fucking sounding thing. But there's some like great songs here. Dahui, dude, that song is absolute dude, that's a banger. banger. Never gonna find me. That's an absolute banger. Killer yep. song. Fast, aggressive, very Ixnay sounding. But um, I do wish Josh did a little bit more on this song, but that's okay. But again, that's kind of what he's doing here in Splinter. Splinter's a bizarre album because they they marketed hit that so hard, and that video was it's one of the worst videos of like the early two thousands. It's just trash, it's such a terrible fucking video. garbage. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, I, I don't I don't get this album, um, but I do wish that hit that had not come out because I would have been listening to this more often throughout the years. Number six. All right. So Splinter is also my number six. Oh, I agree with you. There's there's less noodling on the guitar. You know, it is definitely heavier. Some of their heavier moments are on this record as well. Um, and it's just it's just so. It is a very different record. Even taking hit that out of it, it's. What am I trying to say here? I guess it's it's just it is more metal. It, it it's one of their most metal records they've put out and. I'm not saying it's like fucking Slayer or Sabbath or some shit like that, but the the heaviness is definitely there. the the slower the slower song I guess the slower songs the slower parts it's just definitely more more metal influenced. Um, but still some solid punk bangers. Dahui, just straight up a hardcore punk song. That is my that's my banger off this one. Oh, so good, straight up hardcore song. Um, and then a couple songs that sound like other songs they've already done. So the song the worst hangover. It's like it's a lot like get a job from Americana. Ugh, like the the melodies the melody is similar. Um just kind of the pacing is, is similar as well. Uh the song Never Gonna Never Gonna Find Me is no breaks. The way the, especially the way he he, yell, he yells, No breaks, no breaks it, during that song. He does the, the kind of same thing on uh, on Never Gonna Never Gonna Find Me. So they're still kind of it's just a weird experimental time for the band. Like they didn't know what to do after conspiracy of one. They fire Ron Welty. They bring in Josh Reese to play drums on the, on the studio recording because they can't find a drummer. They, they audition a bunch of drummers. Nobody clicked with them. So they got Josh and then they were worried about him because he came from like such different bands, you know, perfect circle Devo, even the Vandals pretty different from the offspring, but he came in, he, he just, they like, they said very positive things about his performance too. Like he didn't bring in any sort of metal influence, even though this is, there's a lot of metal shit on here, but 
Anyway, Splinter, good oh, record. They, they knew Josh Freeze too, and they knew what he was capable of, and they yeah. knew that he was just this is not what he does for a living. And and Nitro had already put out a bunch of Vandals records, so like it was an easy pick. He's a you know session guy. Yeah, He's a session guy. All right, so six number six is Splinter. What do you got for number five? <laughs> Conspiracy of One album of the week number five. God, you're a fucking moron. Um, <laughs> my number five is Ignition. Ignition from 1992. Uh, this is for sure a step up from the self-title, the first record. Catchier melodies. Uh, keeps with the intensity, the punk intensity. The fucking bass cuts through so nice. It, it reminds me of Answer That and Stay Fashionable from AFI. Not in the actual playing because Jeff Kresge is a way better bass player. But just in the tone and just the mix, it just reminded me a bit of of, of answer that. Um, I I do I do get what you say about it. This is like Smash Light because it really is, and that's not a knock to it because Smash was so incredible is so incredible. But Ignition doesn't have that that goofy pop flair that that Smash had, which is is kind of good. Because, you know, some of the songs on Smash, they're great, but self-esteem, come on. Come on. Okay. Let's keep them separated. We'll get there. We'll Whatever. get there. Anyway, Ignition. We'll get great there. Great record. Uh, Bangers, Hy- Hypodermic, just because it's a crazy cool punk song. And LAPD. I've always liked the song LAPD, just because it's fun to yell LAPD like when they do the gang vocal thing. And, um, and it probably fucking reminds you of corn, and you like you like anything that reminds you of a corn. Well, I mean, that's true, dude. Um, so yeah, Ignition is my number five. What do you got for number four? Okay. They're self-titled. The Offspring's The Offspring. Why the is first so album. I don't get it. Dude, if this wasn't, if it no wasn't sense. for like, if it wasn't for the Elite Four, this would be their best album. Like easy, easy money. This is, this is fast. This is aggressive. This is super fun. This is everything. Uh, it's fun in the way Americana is and it's exciting in the way Smash is. The little Middle Eastern sort of like twangy thing that like it's, it's here more than any other like like songs they've ever done besides pay the man which is a banger but like it's it's here and this is so exciting this is amazing all of these songs have melody to them like i honestly ignition is not that great i've always liked You're ignition wrong, more dude. because it starts out with session and it gets you hooked like immediately but dude the offspring's the offspring is i'm telling you maybe listen to it again you might have missed it that's fine you listen to it twice you probably did it like did, with your blindfolds on on your ears. That's fine, but the offspring's the offspring, dude. This is, this is unreal. This is unreal, and this is the one that I went back and forth three times with the offspring and conspiracy of one, because I had pre ranked these based on the old rankings, and I had conspiracy at four, and I had the offspring at like seven or something, and I put the offspring That's all crazy. the way up to like three. I was like, no, it's not that good, but it's better conspiracy. And then I listened to conspiracy in the vinyls, like no, dude, conspiracy is so fucking good. And then I had to do like a like a tit for tat thing. I had to go like like line by line. Okay, how many songs do I not really care for in Conspiracy versus how many songs do I not really care for on The Offspring? And this is an album that I don't I don't have a lot of like like history with, so I haven't listened to yeah. this one as much as I have Conspiracy. But man, after listening to it this week, I, I immediately put like the OG copy on my want list for Discogs, and uh, you can still buy the the re release on the Nitro Records for like twenty bucks. Yeah. But dude, this album is yeah, this Amazon album has is a fucking like unreal, bucks. unreal. But damn, dude, I would love an OG pressing of it too. But it's like four hundred dollars. I just I can't. But fucking with that wait. that I original artwork, for one of like an OG pressing to come through my record store, and I'm gonna scoop that bitch up so fucking fast. But Tehran, <laughs> uh, Tehran's for sure my favorite. Absolutely, I would scoop that fucking motherfucker up so fast. Absolute banger of a song. It starts off with that super fast, kind of sloppy sounding bass line, and like the, I like mm-hmm. dude, like the bass like shines through completely on this album just as much as ignition and then it kind of tapers does, off after yeah. that but this dude tehran 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 this Tehran. the way the guitars finally come in on this is very post-punk and it sounds just like arc arsenal this intro is a fucking exactly so? like arc arsenal oh my god when you're editing the pod if you get to this part listen to arc arsenal actually i'm gonna put in the notes okay <laughs> it's it's okay, wild got it it's fucking wild God damn, this album was good. This album blew me away. Okay, that's good. I mean, I really, I really did away. enjoy this record. It's really good, and I would totally buy it. And you know, luckily, you could buy a lot of these records for fairly cheap. 
yeah. really. It's except for like Rise and Fall is really expensive. Days Go By is extremely expensive. But other than that, everything else is fairly cheap. They just so. repressed Rise and Fall and they had like one bonus like live song to Did it. Did they really? Yeah. Oh shit. Remember but, they I went to Glass House like a year ago, the Glass House record store, and somebody brought in like an OG copy of that of Rise and Fall and they were selling it for like a hundred bucks. <sighs> Too pricey. I'd buy Too a price for me. Honestly, I'd buy a Smash original for a hundred bucks. I do. I might do that too. I might do that too. I buy. That's all I want is just OG pressings. That's, that's all I want. I'm that that's what guy. I want too. I'm that guy. That's what I want too, dude. All right. Uh, so that was your number four. Is the offspring's the offspring? Yeah. E-E. So uh, my number four is Ixne on the ombre. Ixnay this on one's gonna ombre. piss David off, sure. but that's fine. Uh, from 1997, fourth record. Uh, this is just a little bit more exper- experimental than Smash. The band and fans have said that, like this is like a huge departure from Smash, but it's not. It's not. It it's still still very much the same. Um, you definitely do hear that transition though from Smash to Americana. the The melodies are a little bit poppier on on Ixnay than they were on Smash. Outside of like self esteem and keep them separated or whatever. Um, but it's just it, there's some heavier metal stuff here, metal metal riffs thrown in. It's still noodly on the guitar, but it's it's a good record. I I've, I have nothing bad to say about Ixnay at all. But it just it doesn't have that same impact that Smash does. Like everything on Smash, you're like, dude, this is incredible. This is fucking awesome. And Ixnay has those moments for sure, but it just for whatever reason it doesn't hit as hard as Smash for me. I don't I don't know. I I can't even explain it. My favorite Offspring song is on this record, though. Don't understand Their best this. song. I've never... It just makes no sense. All I Want. All I Want is the best Offspring song. It's my favorite Offspring song. I, I just... I That Bizarre. song has never got old to me. Bizarre. What? Would you even put that in your top 10? No. No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Are you joking idiot. my ass right now? No. Idiot. Anyway, Ixnay, my number four. We, we did Ixnay on the podcast... I don't know. Is that a lost episode? I don't That's know. a lost episode. It is? Okay. Well, one day we'll do it again. Sure. Yeah. So what do you have? Uh, what's, what's your number three? Americana. The fifth. 98. And and this this sits here. Uh, this sits here for a number of reasons. So dumb, man. Right? Their second worst song they've ever done is on this. And why don't you get a job? Dude, stinker. Fucking. I've tried over the years. I thought as a child, I like this. Right, we were like ten when this came out. No, yeah, ten or eleven. Ninety-eight, eighty-seven. Yeah, math is hard. It's for sure old. not the worst song on the record. Why don't you get a job? Are you kidding me? That's the worst that's for fucking. Sure not the that's worst the second no. worst song they have ever done. It is fucking no. terrible. No, it is garbage. It is not good. God, I wish I could just skip this fucking song. I hate this song so much. But issues and the kids aren't all right. They're both like okay songs at best. So that's why it sits at number three. Everything else is a banger, through and through. Banger. Love it. You're so stupid. But it's just, god damn, man. Those three songs, it's just, fuck me. Those are just not good. But there's a lot of pop influence to this record. Like a lot of a lot of melodies that they, that they probably got and then worked a song around it. So eh, I just don't think they added anything special this time around from their to their sound. It just kind of expanded on the stuff <laughs> that they were already established at doing. <sighs> They just didn't. It's eh, it's all right. And again, they it's not a... They perfected the pop. They, they perfected the pop on No, America. they perfected so the pop stupid. on Conspiracy of One. No, That's, no. Yes, absolutely. They perfected the pop on Conspiracy of One. The poppiest songs Conspiracy of One are better than the poppiest songs in Americana. Americana is just like a pop band. Like Americana is Conspiracy of One that's trying to be Smash. That's what, that's what Americana is. And I love Americana. This is This is... I love clearly this. don't, but I I I I can only say negative things because it's number three. It's not my one or two, so I can't like gush over it. And like, well, why is it number one? Like these are the reasons why it's not number one or two. You know, I don't know. <sighs> you said a lot of wrong things, dude. Why you don't you get a, a job as a fucking things. stinker? You're. It's not the worst. Bonkers. It's okay. One, it's not a stinker, and two, it's not the worst song on the record. Why don't you get a job? You're right, so, it's not a stinker. It's a stinky stinker. If we have Beyond Bangers, that is a stinky stinker. <laughs> that is fucking stinky garbage. Stinker. That is embarrassing. Double S. 
That's one of those songs like, right. like 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 people listening to Nirvana in their car and like Nevermind co- or uh, Smell Like Teen Spirit comes on and they get embarrassed to turn it down. Like why don't you get a job as a song that <laughs> I get embarrassed I listening to? It's it's embarrassing. I do that too. It's fucking dumb. Wait, it's when that or, or when that or Come As You Are come on, bum, bum, I turn bum, it bum. down. Both are Ugh. amazing, perfect songs, but I feel embarrassed listening to them. But when Sublime comes on, oh no. Nothing by when Sublime comes on the radio. Nothing you should. When Sublime, Sublime, you should be turning. Dude, we talked about it last week. Even today, when I was at work, I almost took a video. I was in the office, and then Santeria came on the radio, and I almost took a video saying, "This is what I have to deal with every fucking day." (laughs) Every day at work in the office. But then he's like, "You, you, you can mind the guitar solo." Do 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 do. Fun. You sound like a Mario song. It didn't even sound like the solo. Pay the man. Pay the man was my was my my banger this time around. This what? one really clicked with me this this time around. This is this is kind of like classic Offspring tone with like the most psychedelic mm-hmm. experimental sound that they've ever done. And this they really this is a ten minute song, and they really just let it ride and played on like those mini riffs that they do, those little beats that like Ron's throwing out there. And of course, they gotta have like the Middle Eastern twang to everything. This song is uh, this song's fucking unreal, dude. This is a this is a banger of a closer. Love it. I I think you fell on your head sometime this week, and you're not right. You're not. Americana's well. good. I love Americana, dude. I know the words to every one of these songs, including "Why Don't You Get a Job." And I fucking hate that I know every goddamn word of that song. But that song's a stinker. That song's a stinky stinker. Oh, it's not a it's not a stinky stinker. All right. That's your number three. Uh, my number three is The Smashes. That's not right. Smash. That's okay. From 1994. I love this record. This record is is just, it's, I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's not <laughs> so going to give you a rating on it. You're fucking perfect here already. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really, really do love Smash. Um, Genocide and It'll Be a Long Time, the two best songs. It'll be Genocide a long for time. Sure. Genocide when with that that bridge those palm muted single notes, I mean we stole that for one of our own songs, but um, love that. Uh, what? So I don't give a fuck. That was the song that got I us in trouble at the condo. We used to play that shit at like three thirty in the morning when we we're <laughs> drunk as shit on four locos coming home from the bar, and we had that we had that That's nice true. like half stack Ampeg bass amp, and I would stick it like literally touching the neighbor's wall because she was a bitch and she was the worst and like 3 30 in the morning we crank it up and then we just hit the bass drive or bass line to that song and that's why the she hated us she started though not me i didn't live there i didn't live there but um i was there a lot though anyway smash uh this is this is just an absolutely classic record even even the singles don't get old they don't get boring they, i've heard self-esteem genocide um uh come out and play you know i've heard them all thousands of times but they still never ever get old it's just this is just an absolute banger front to back it has the intensity has the right amount of pop and melody to it as well i just i absolutely love this record i i just i have nothing bad to say about it this one we did do on the pod in the new the new format right yeah okay so yeah, go listen to that. I'm not gonna go take a. I'm not gonna take a deep dive into it right now because we really dove into it on that episode, and we praised the shit out of it. But I really do, really do love Smash, and I'll get into. Never mind, I'll save that for later. Okay. But yeah, Smash is my number three. Genocide. And it'll be a long time because it'll be a long time. The way he says that part too. I am it'll feeling, be a it'll long be time. A long time. Lo- it's so whiny. A reason. I have a feeling it'll be a long time. A long time. <laughs> so whiny. <laughs> I so love it. I love it. So yeah, Smash, my number three. What do you got for number two? I will say that that like objectively speaking, like if, if you're trying to be real and true to the rankings, putting conspiracy uh-huh. of one over Smash is just that's wrong. That is dead wrong. Like I respect your opinions. I don't. But that is just dead wrong. Don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely fucking wrong. <laughs> Good lord. Okay. Uh, <sighs> number two is Ixnay. Ixnay and the Ombre. That is stupid. Ixnay and Americana kind of go back and forth. Um, I have a little bit more history with Ixnay 
because I had that one first before I had Americana. So I, I, I go back and forth between these two. Americana really is is just like sing along after sing along after sing along. It's solid. It's good. I love it. It's amazing. I have it on the vinyls. I enjoyed listening to it multiple times this week. But Ixnay does not have a bad song. Every song on this album is at least good. Even All I Want, which I think is one of the weakest songs on the album. No. Oh. I just, I don't, I'm I'm never, I don't, I don't fucking get it. But, um, yeah, dude, Ixnay, I think Ixnay is very, very Uh, much like Smash, but it's a little bit, it's a little bit punkier. Like, Smash was kind of its own thing. Ixnay's a little bit punkier. Like, skate punk, I guess. It's a little bit punkier. Some of these songs hit a little bit faster. Smash never really gets fast without heaviness. Anytime Smash gets heavy or fast, it's always, it's always with heavy. So it's kind of like gearing towards maybe like the, the the metal or the thrash realm. They never really get punky on Smash because it's always it's always like hand in hand with something heavy. On this one, they get a little bit fast sometimes, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they they perfected the the ska sound here with "Don't Pick It Up." "Don't Pick It Up" is such a perfect oh, fucking a joke song. song. It's it's I think it's one of their best joke songs. I love it. Um, but everything else, I, I don't know. Every song on here, I think, is, is at least good. Most of these songs are bangers. I even like the intermission. The intermission is a classic. It's just T for two. That ding, 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 ding. Perfect. It's good. It's great. But also, my favorite Offspring song is also on this record, and that's Moda. Moda is my favorite Offspring song. <sighs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's good, but not not the. Their best song. That's really your favorite song from them. That's the, the, yeah. Mode is my favorite song for sure. But just uh, out of all their songs, all their songs. God. I don't know. I don't know who who dropped you, dude. The, 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 the like the artwork for this yeah. one too. Oh, so good. Just... I do like the artwork a lot because most of their artwork is trash, but this one and Americana, that's some good artwork right there. I would say like. And the OG first record. Uh, the, the Elite Four, all that artwork is great. Conspiracy One, the artwork is kind of meh, but... I hate that artwork. But the, the single artwork, which we'll talk about, those are fucking yeah. bangers. Those are cool. Yeah, I have some notes on that. But, okay. So number two is Ixnay. Number two is Americana um, for, for you. you. And then the Conspiracy One. Well, no. Well, two is Conspiracy, Album of the Week. So what's your number one? Smash, smash! That's no, that's no fucking brainer. This is it's not so even stupid. like it's silly to think anything otherwise. Smash is there's nothing else that sounds like Smash, and it's not just Dexter's voice, but it's it's Noodles' guitar playing. It's the way he can he can mash six, seven, eight power chords into a chorus and drive a melody <laughs> along. He doesn't even need Dexter. You could take Dexter out of this, and it would still sound like The Offspring. Ron Welty, he does like the one thing that do do do. Do, do, do. It kind of just rides those 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 snares, right? Does that thing? That's all he does. Does it fucking perfectly. Knows when to do it like like by himself, but then also knows when that it's just him and Greg kind of like grooving along. He knows he can add a little bit of flair to it. And like Greg, dude, Greg has this has this really kind of punky sounding bass tone, but on Smash, it's a little bit heavier. It's a little bit metal. It's a little bit more aggressive. And again, I don't think that they ever do the punk thing on Smash without incorporating it with a heavier metal type of sound. Like Killboy Powerhead. Killboy Powerhead's like a That's punk a song. a cover, though. But it's a punk song. It should be a faster punk song. It doesn't matter if it's a cover or not. It should be a faster punk song. But it's heavy. It's metal sounding. That's what I like about this. Because the, the cover they did yeah. is a punk band. But they, they incorporate some metal into it. So I don't A little know. bit. But yeah, the smash, smash is smash. That's that's my favorite. That's my favorite song on this one. I like I like the closers this week. I love the way smash. So that's that's your, that's your banger. I've been in before. Now I don't want to do it no more. Oh, so that's good. really your biggest banger. That's my biggest banger. Now, yeah. damn, I'm there, surprised. There okay. was a po- there was a point in smash where I could I could I could play most of these songs like on the guitar, and I just I really it's <laughs> a really lot of notes, dude. It. Yeah. That's a lot God, of power dude. chords, and 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 smash too. This is this is the first time and kind of the last time that you really notice it, because this is now when Noodles is kind of like at his at his 
not at his peak, but he's really, really, really good here. But they don't incorporate like a rhythm guitar. So anytime you hear like in uh like Genocide, for instance, right? It's just like him doing that 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 note, that that high that high pitched note. Mm-hmm. And there's no like rhythm guitar under him to kind of like like cut into that. It's just to fill it out, yeah. Ron and Greg. And so a lot of these a lot of these parts, I don't know. There's there's no rhythm guitar here. It's just it's very it's very organic, it's very basic. <laughs> it's good. Why do you say it like that? Because I don't know. Because those are kind of like gross terms, like organic. Like what does organic mean, terms, right? Yeah. Like yeah, everything organic. It comes from nothing essentially. But like it's not organic because music has been done over and over and over again. And these are not things they invented. I'm surprised these we are haven't. Yeah, whatever. I'm surprised we haven't added organic to the no-no list because I, I hate that word too. It's a good. It's a good way. It's a good descriptor. Um, but I think it's it's a little bit overused. Very overused. Yeah. It, because like if everything's organic, then like nothing's organic, and like things aren't really organic because they've they've all kind of like stemmed from the same like Adam and Eve origin story type of thing. Yeah, and like offering Smash, like there's nostalgia for this. It came out on my fucking birthday. This is like Epitaph is still riding high from this album too. So oh for sure. Like my God, I don't know how this is easily Epitaph's. Biggest record. This is their biggest record. No, it is for sure their biggest record because yeah. Americana came out on Columbia, and I think yeah. Well, I think they came but out even on still distribution through Columbia. No, no, no. It was the opposite. It was it was released. Americana was released on on Capital or Columbia, but then Epitaph held the rights to release it in Europe. Ah. So that's what it was. But but even still, Smash Smash was way more successful than Americana. I think Smash sold like fifteen million, over like over at least over ten million records. Americana, I think, is like at six or seven million, something really, like that, which is still crazy. But. Dude, ninety four was ninety four was one hell of a year for music. A lot of good yeah. albums came out in ninety four, including Green this Day, one. Yeah. This should be up mm-hmm. there. People should talk about Offspring Smash when they talk about the other big ones that came out in ninety four, and then you talk about like the, I don't know, that like the singles, right? Like Self Esteem. I like Self Esteem a lot. I think it's a fucking fantastic song. I think the way he says or the way he sings that intro, it's annoying as fuck. Like no one's ever been that annoying in an intro, and they don't even hide it. They don't even care. They don't even fucking mask it. <laughs> they it's don't just even him. Care. It's just him. It's like how annoying can I be? Let me just do it by myself. One take. Here we go. You ready? And then like that is the most annoying thing the offspring has ever done. I absolutely fucking love it. I like it too. Oh, dude, really, come really on and play the little little drum part that he does. A yeah. Fuck, man, this album is so Freestyling. good. Mm-hmm. And the intro, the time to relax intro. Like it's kind of funny listening to the compact disc on my vinyls that I have over here, but I like it. <laughs> and it goes right into the nitro and that that drum roll into nitro. Oh my god, oh, it's a great, great, great way to start it. Dude, smashes smashes something else. Smashes is truly, truly something else. I think it's something to put as as number one, but that's fine. I respect your opinion. Well, because Americana is the best. Americana is the best record. It, it has some of the, the cool riffage, not nearly as noodly as Smash, but it still has some great riffage here, some great, great songwriting. It really is, I think, their best song, some of their best songwriting. It has it has songs with the intensity of their old stuff, it has the pop sensibility stuff, even Get a Job. Yeah, it's not the strongest song on the record. It's not the worst, but it's not the strongest because um, Feelings is the worst, right? Mm-hmm. No, dude. feelings is the no. worst song. Feelings is feelings not is the worse worst. Then why don't you? Are you serious? Yeah, you think is. feelings is worse? Oh, yeah. Then why don't you get a job? I wish. I wish feelings wasn't on the record. Damn. Well, it's not that I wish it wasn't. It's just when I know my feelings. I know all the words to it, just like I know all the words to get a job. But feelings is so dark. It's so so. It's not a really. It's not a really well written song. It's it's a mess of a song. Their song, but. Anyway, Americana, love this one. Stare at the Sun, one of my all-time favorites from the band. No Breaks also. No Breaks is just intense, man. That's just an intense fucking song. It's fast, it's aggressive. Love that one. Um, just just everything. Just the, I don't know. I, I, I think this is just a perfect blend of the punk stuff with the pop melodies. This, this is peak offspring. This is peak pop offspring. This is peak... This is just them. This is everything... That you think of offspring is is Americana. See, I think I don't know. 
I think that like Smash is the best representation. Like if you ask the guys, like what album do you think represents you and your wants and your desires as a musician? I think they would say Smash because Smash is is pretty straightforward through around. Like I will say Americana has more diversity, but Smash with that first incorporation of the ska song, right? Mm-hmm. Like what in the world happened to you? I think they would say like Smash is probably the best representation of what they wanted to sound like as musicians. I think Neck would True. be Americana. But the thing with Smash, not that not to say that this any of the songs are bad cuz none of them are bad, but what Smash does is some of the songs kind of bleed into each other like not every song has its own identity. And not saying that any of it it's even filler cuz it's not, but at least with Americana when you put a song on you're like, okay, this is what this is. It's just like there's no mixing mixing up of any of the songs on Americana where with Smash you could you could do that. There's a Same couple with songs with Smash, yeah, that people like, Same like with if, if I would say like, hey, sing the chorus of this song, you probably wouldn't remember. But I think yeah. I think you're right on that. I think no matter what song on Americana you throw out, you can at least do some part of that song. Even exactly. no breaks. There's no breaks. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. See so, yeah, Americana is my my number one. No breaks, staring at the sun. Um Man, dude, the chorus and staring at the sun is, it's it's so good. It's so catchy. <laughs> that, it's that one of the catchiest real. The way the, I would say, the way just uh, roll along on on that song. The, please go ahead and say that that song is better than your your top song because that would I would appreciate. Oh that. no, it's definitely not better than all I want. <sighs> There's no way it's not better. I'll I'll give you my top three. Oh, I will talk about it later. Um. So yeah. Anyway, Americana, my number one, the best offspring record. Can't can't deny it. Can't deny it. Whoa. Um, that's all I got. Do you have anything else on the rankings? No, that's it. That's all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Keep listening. Tell your friends. Stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into Conspiracy of One by The Offsprings. So that's it. That's all. Run with the